Hi, everybody. Welcome to Busy Living So Bomb. Busy Living So Bomb. Busy Living So Bomb. Episode 152. Can you believe 152 episodes? I'm sitting here with my man. What's up, JF? <clears throat> What's up with you? What's on your mind tonight? Well, I'm actually, I'm tired. I'm really tired. I'm emotional. Um, we're moving in the morning. And for anybody out there that's moved before, I don't even care if it's a little move, a big move. It's kind of stressful. At least I think it is. I don't know. My um, my husband gives me a look like, uh, what do you have to be stressed about? You don't have to be stressed. All you do is play golf. But how many husbands have said that to somebody who's listening out here? Like they sit a there. A smart and, husband keeps his mouth shut. Exactly. A smart husband keeps his mouth shut. Mm-hmm. It's... um. It's a, it's a trying time, and it is when you're hungry, angry, lonely, tired, that halt thing. You know, I swear, it could be the best thing in the world, and I'm still up in my head. Mm-hmm. Well, you should talk a little bit about how you get, <clears throat> how you, you recognize the fact that you're a little edgy, or however you want to put it. How do you deal with that? I do recognize I'm a little edgy, and how do I deal with that? Well, I actually called... This person, if you're in a 12-step group, we call him a sponsor. And I called that person. I called my sponsor and I talked to her about it. She said, stay out of your head. Let God do his work. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. But I'm not always good with that. Mm-hmm. And think, think, think. I think about things when I shouldn't be thinking about things. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's just a lot. And it's all good and nothing's bad. That's the crazy part. Right? If there's nothing bad. Well, maybe but... that's maybe that's the crux of the matter. You know? As a uh, alcoholic or addict, maybe that's the crux of the matter. Like, it's all good. Everything's fine. So, mm, you know, maybe I need to do something to just throw a little, chuck a little chaos in there. Because I don't like to feel chaotic. I don't like to feel calm myself, so I have to throw chaos in there. Well, it's just a kind of, it seems like a sort of a general trait that when when addicts are doing well, they tend to screw it up a little bit. Oh my gosh. So, well, I don't know if I'm screwing it up. That no, sounds... Yeah, I mean, that's, you're, not, you're way past that, but you know what I'm saying. It's like, it's... No, but say what you're, so everybody understands. Well, so, what I, I think what I'm trying to say is that it's... Uh, it's this, it's just part of the character. It's, it's self depre- self-deprecating, self-destructive, you know, bad behavior that still comes out. And, you know, it, it came out before, prior to sobriety, it would usually come out in, uh, you know, the way it would come out. Do you want me to get closer to this machine? I've, <laughs> I have to hold it too. Um, okay, I lost my train of thought. Oh, so prior... Oh, she got up to let the dogs in. <laughs> you know, prior to Sprite, it talks about how you might have a uh, something, a big momentous occasion that was going to happen, and and as an active alcoholic or drug addict, you usually, that's the time you choose to get, like, really wasted and show up and, you know, torpedo the whole thing. So it's kind of a character trait of addicts of torpedoing situations and 
So when things are going really well and really smoothly, you know, we kind of fall back on that. I'm not sure where it falls and as far as the program or whatever goes, but it certainly can happen. Um, you know, I myself am oftentimes very guilty of having things going wonderfully well in my life and I just need to like stir the pot. And I don't know why it's like, am I bored? Um, am I a troublemaker or am I just an idiot? I don't know why, <laughs> but I stir the pot and I cause all kinds of commotion and you know, and it's like the same old thing. Everybody's mad at me and I have to apologize and do all that stuff. And it's, you know, all I can say is it's, you know, my, my behavior in that direction is I actually find, I catch myself while I'm doing it now and I tend to try to stop. I don't always stop, but I tend to try to stop anyway. But at least I can tell you, though, I did say to you, by the way, I did take my lovely husband aside and I said, by the way, just so you know, the next 48 hours could be a little rough mm -hmm. emotionally. Mm -hmm. And I could be a little and a little and a little short and a little up. You know, if the people that are listening, you get it, you get to that place. And it doesn't matter if you're drunk, sober, insane, not insane. I mean, everybody's got this point in their life where they're like, eh. and life can be so amazing. Everything's beautiful. You know, I had a friend, Lisa. What's her thing? Once again, there I say, the only bad thing that's going on in life is you, right? Is me. Yeah. Well, um, I had this friend, Lisa, and I don't know if you ever listened to her. My friend, Lisa Lowe, she, she was on... Um, she was on and she talked about how this guy was looking out the window and everything looked beautiful and this, the squirrel was playing in the was playing in the tree and the squirrel looked great and the squirrel was beautiful and he's like, gosh, isn't that great? And he looks out the window and the next day he goes, where's the gun? <laughs> I want to kill the squirrel. That's how we get. That is total alcoholism. Like one minute and I am in that place right now like Everything in my life is beyond my wildest dreams. And a lot of times I come on my podcast and it's like, woo, life is awesome. I'm living this great life. But today I'm a little. You find yourself restless, irritable, and discontented. I'm restless, I'm irritable, and I'm discontented. I am. Mm -hmm. It's none of it's bad. It just is. But it's very, it's like on the inside, if you were to describe what it feels like on the inside, it's like, eh, like that, mm. Do you know what that means? I don't know. It's like, I don't know if anybody can relate to that. I know this. I, I am like, I have a short fuse. I'm, I'm just irritable. And why is that, do you think? Why do you think? I think because I'm nervous. Mm -hmm. I think I'm, I'm nervous about a couple things. I'm nervous about leaving this, even though I don't want to be here. I'm nervous about how this is going to all end up. I'm nervous about my dreams coming true. Mm -hmm. I'm nervous that something bad's going to happen, but mm -hmm. then I'm nervous like something good's going to happen. It's like, you know what it is? So it sounds to me like you are firmly not here. I'm You're not. You're firmly out in the future somewhere. I know, and, and I'm not the in the present. Yeah. It stinks. So you're missing life. I'm missing life because I'm in that freaking head plate. All, all of life's happening right in the moment right now. And, and I, if you're not in the yeah. moment, it's like it just goes And by. I'm just not. I'm like in the past or in the future, and it's crazy. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. So what do you do to bring yourself back? 
I'm holding your hand now because I want to be right here. I used to say all this thing was that you'd say is like, look at where your feet are. And I haven't been doing that. See, I give all these people this great advice and I don't always listen to my podcast. It's like the shoe cobbler that has the shoes. I don't follow my advice sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of cool that we can talk about it and I can be honest about it today. Yep. I don't have any shame in it. Nope. Nothing no. to be ashamed of. No. But at least you know what your answer is. Yeah. It's me. Get, get back. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. There is no. I know in my life when I want to find out where the problem is, I just need to go look in a mirror, and there it is. It's where the problem always is. <clears throat> now I may try to say, no, that's not it. It's really this person or this thing or that thing, but it's not. It all just comes down to me and whether I want to accept things for the way they really are or, or whether I don't. And when there's a problem, it's because I really don't. I want things to be the way I want them. I want people to be the way I want them. And they're not, and it turns into a problem. It's a big problem, right? Well, it's just, it's not. because well, it's, it's a big it's, problem it's, because Here's the thing is, it's so interesting is that it used to be a huge problem because I didn't know that I was the problem. No. And so I could never, I had no solution at all for any of my problems. I tried and tried and tried, nothing worked. Well, now I know I'm the problem. So if I really want a solution, all I need to do is just change whatever's going on with me. It's very simple. Right. You know, it's not easy all the time, but it's very simple. So I'm so grateful for that. I know that no matter what's going on, if I want it to stop, I can make it stop because it's just me. That's the only thing that has to change. And that's not that hard, honestly. Yeah. I can tell you that I was, you know, an example of this is like today I was thinking about this coronavirus because it's freaking me out. And um, for those of you that don't, my husband works in the bond business, so he's very, very, very busy right now because municipal bonds are very busy. He's not allowed to say that. Was that bad to say? Anyway, so... He's been very busy, but he watches, he watches, he doesn't watch TV, but he watches a computer all day that tells him the news all day long and it runs on the bottom. And then it, I came home and he's like, oh my God, did you hear about the CDC and the, and the coronavirus? And I literally went from being like kind of happy to being like, oh my God, the end of the world. And that's what TV does. And that's what news does. It give, makes you like so freaking scared and worried about the stuff that isn't even going on right now. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. Like I was in my head and then I was like, oh my God, my daughter's graduating from college and, you know, I'm going back to Charleston in May. I'm going by plane. Maybe we should drive because should we re really get on a plane right now? And, oh my God, that's so scary. You know, fear, 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 fear. Oh my God, my son's going here. He better wear a mask. Oh my gosh, my other son wants to come here. And oh my gosh, they wear a mask. Sounds and what's like the world going to do? Sounds like you're the higher power for a lot of people. Oh, I'm not only am I, I'm the higher power and I'm list, sitting here, but I hate that about myself. No wonder you're so tired and irritable. Right, because Being I'm tired. Being a higher tired. power is impossible. Well, and I'm tired now. Right. Right? I'm like emotionally, it's been like this day of Elizabeth only thinks about Elizabeth today and the future of the coronavirus and what's going to happen with that and what's going to happen with this presidency. Oh, my God. All this stupid stuff that doesn't even relate to my, I mean, yes, in some ways, but not really. 
has nothing to do with right here, right now. None of it. None has, of it. None does. of it has anything. None of it does. No. 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 We're right here, right now. We have no coronavirus here. No, I have two crazy dogs running that, we're around. We're not flying anywhere right now. No. We're not. In fact, we're not going anyplace. We're not going anywhere but down the road. We're it's, not going anyplace right now at all. We're just right here on the couch. I know. <laughs> Isn't life great on the couch? That's the thing. You reel yourself back in. I really want to get to that place where you are, Jeff, because I am definitely out there. Well, all I can tell you is that it took a long time to be able to get to that place of being able to reel myself back into right here, right now. So I have total hope for you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I think it will happen for everybody. It just takes time. Because it seems like, oh, it sounds like so easy, like I should be able to do that, but I don't know. As a, the spiritual pilgrim, I mean, these things take like decades. A spiritual pilgrim. I like that. A spiritual pilgrim. I'd never heard that. Mm -hmm. That's what I am. Are, when did you decide, when did you name yourself that? I don't know, 15 years ago. You did? Mm-hmm. You said I'm a spiritual pilgrim? I've met other pilgrims along the way, some in recovery and some not, but all spiritual pilgrims. And what, give me a definition of, for the layman that's me, what is a spiritual pilgrim? Somebody that is just trying to be in it for the journey. That's it. And, you know, if you read <clears throat> a great piece of fiction... Um, is the Canterbury Tales, and that's a bunch of stories that were just told by these pilgrims, and they were journeying to a cathedral. They had a destination in mind, but all the stories are just happening along the, as the journey, you know. And so we realized, like, that's what life's all about. Life's just about the journey. I don't have a destination in mind. I mean, the only there's one final destination for all of us. We know that, and that's it. But as far as, you know where I'm going to go or what I'm going to do. I try to leave that as open as possible because I just want to be here where I am right now on the path and just see what's going on on the path right at this moment. Cause that's where life is. You know, life is not a hundred yards ahead or a hundred yards behind. It's right. Exactly where I am right now. Was the alchemist like that too? I think. And, uh, you know, and I think a lot of it, like, a lot of it I just, like, various different parts of my life have just, I think I've built my life around this concept. You know, my job is very much about in the moment. I can't make anything happen. And once it's already happened, it's already happened. You just move on from it. You know, that's my job. My sport of choice is... You know, the only thing that's going on is the shot that I'm hitting right now. It doesn't matter what's happened before, and I really don't know exactly where it's going to go, right? I'll find out after I hit it. I just get put in my best effort and see what happens, just like in life. And, uh, you know, my a lot of my woodworking that I do is the same way. It's just tinkering, and then it's that's it. So I've met other, other men. No um, women? Well, I... I have met plenty of women, but I, I tend to stick with men in my, in my spirituality. Um, so I've met other men that some that are in recovery and some that aren't, but we're all trying to do the same thing It's just, you know, 
be on the journey, be in the moment and, and, and be excited to find out where we're going to go, you know? And I talked about this before last time I was on, it's really about opening yourself up to infinity. So if you do that, if you truly open yourself up to infinity in those moments when I'm able to do it, there's no, there's no judgment. There's no expectation. There's no destination. There's no anything because I'm just completely open to whatever's going to happen. And then I have an ego just like everybody, but you know, my ego comes in and I infinity starts to narrow down again. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm trying to, figure things out. I'm trying to put my spin on things. I'm trying to get my direction. I have to let it go again and just come right back into the moment. Ego takes me out of the moment every single time. And how often would you say you're not, now you're not for clumped. That's enough. That's one of my favorite words for clump. You're not upset or in this eh, to go where we're going right now. Me? No, not at all. And do you meditate? Uh, I do my little meditation in the morning. How long? Not like you. <laughs> I don't know. Two to ten minutes. Depends on how much time I have. And you don't do, listen to music or do anything? No, I don't like that. I just sit quietly. And do you breathe? Well, if I didn't breathe, I would die. <laughs> do you do anything special? No, I don't have a... No, I don't have a... Any routine at all. I just sit quietly Where while, is while it? I can. It's usually in that chair right over there. Sometimes <laughs> it's in my bed. It just depends on what my wife's up to. And for instance, like this morning, I never got to sit quietly until after she left. <laughs> and then it was for like 30 seconds because the phone was ringing. So I just sit quietly and I just try to clear my mind and get connected with you know, God, because that's who's going to lead me. You know, I mean, I thank him every morning for all the, all the things that I have. You know, I have a roof over my head. I have food. I have a way to travel. I have a car. I have people that love me. I have like all my needs. I have clothes. I have heat. I have air conditioning. I have like all my needs are taken care of, you know, and I've really worked hard on being grateful for that. You know, I, and I thank God for that every single morning just to try to get me, you know, to downsize myself and realize what a blessed life I have compared to most people. Okay. Cause right now somewhat, and somebody who's listening could be like, bullshit, this guy mm -hmm. is full of shit. And I'm not married to Jesus, by the way. No, not at all. I'm not married to Jesus. And he is, I mean, this is not, I mean, this is just. Well, I'm telling you, this is a start to the day. And then, and then the day takes over and the <laughs> ego steps in and, you know, anything can happen. Like I said, sometimes I just need to stir the pot just for the sake of stirring the pot. Do you stir the pot with your wife? With anybody. I do it with a dog. You do? Well, I'm alone with the dog a lot of times, so there's <laughs> nobody else to stir the pot with. Both dogs? Or is there one you do in particular? No, I'm both dogs. You bug them? I just stir the pot with them. How How would you give an example of that? Same way you do with, you know, who's at the door? You know, get them barking, get them all wound up. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. It's fun. Well, it's, 
I guess. It's very immature. And I'm not I'm not pleased with that behavior. <laughs> I hope that by the But time, you're not perfect. Maybe by the time I'm in my eighties I'll be finally be done with that behavior. And um you're not, and you're not perfect. No, and you I know don't want perfect? God. God's perfect. God's perfect. Right. I'm as imperfect as they come. But you did sound really like idyllically like perfect when you were talking well, about Well, perfection saying, is what you're supposed that's your goal. I if can't I don't a, have it. If I you're know. if you're on a spiritual journey, your goal is perfection. Here's this is the greatest it's part of it. It's progress, not perfection. No, 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 no. Your goal is always perfection. But you know that the best you're ever going to get is progress because you can't get perfection. So you try to work to the ideal of perfection. And the reason why you do that is because if you're like me anyway, and you just said progress is good enough for me, I would stop making progress immediately. You know, I would bullshit myself. So if I know that perfection is my goal, that means at the end of every single day, I can think about, I could have done better. You know, tomorrow I have the opportunity to do better. And I'll always have that for the rest of my life. I never think like that. Well, maybe you will now. <laughs> well, I never do. I never take, for one, I know I'm not perfect, and I don't know why I don't, I've never, ever had that want to even be perfect. I don't know I don't why. Wanna, I don't want to be, you're, you're misunderstanding me. Well, you said perfect. I, I don't want to be perfect. I want to get, I want to move towards perfection. That way I'm constantly improving. But I know my ego is finally downsized enough to know I'll never be perfect at anything. But it's okay. It doesn't mean I can't try. But my ego will tell me, like, I'm going to tell you the only place in my life that I'm trying to really get really good at is golf. So I'm, and it's, it, for those golfers out there, it is such a humbling, humbling, humbling sport. So I get in front of my, you know, I get in front of, behind my ball and I hit my ball and I really wanted to go somewhere and it just sometimes does. But that's something that I would like to, like, I'd like to get, keep working on my game. That's and, what you do. And will you... Is anybody perfect at golf? No. No. Does everybody try to be uh, yeah. to, to achieve? But, yes. Right, right. But you know that you'll never get it. You'll you all you can do is try. The best golfer in the world. All all that person knows is all they can do is try, but they'll never get there. And the same thing in life. You know that's. Yeah, I mean, I don't, th and even needlepoint, like, I don't even do my needlepoint perfectly. Like, I always have to get something that goes, like, instead of going the right direction or the right color in the right place, I always make a mistake somewhere. Mm -hmm. Because if I make a mistake, then it makes me human. Mm -hmm. But, G I mean, you believe in Jesus. Yeah. So Jesus told us, like, I am the way, you know. Follow me. What he's saying is emulate me. I am the way. Do what I do. But you're never going to be Jesus. He didn't say that. He didn't come out and say that. But, but that's where that comes from. That's a directive from God speaking through His Son to us. You know, that's how you can be the best person you can and be. And which one of us was raised with religion? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um. So I, you do your best. Take I it do back my to best. golf. Take it back to golf. You you stand up. You. You, you you know what it takes 
you do your best and sometimes it comes out really good and sometimes it comes out really bad but however it comes out that's how it comes out and then you just move on and do it again right yep and you can't undo it nope so you can't get worked up about it nope and all you can know is that oh that's right i'm a human and i can't do this perfectly but i'm going to try again on this next swing and every now and then I don't know what it is, one shot out of 500, you're like, ah, that was as close to perfection as I've ever done. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I've got to get better at that. So, But then when, apply it to your life. Apply it to your life. And that's the, I mean, I want everybody that's listening to know that, see, I'm a human and not every day is perfect and I'm trying my best. And That's all we all do. And that's all we all are doing. And I think that, but when, if you can admit to somebody else what you're feeling, I think that's helpful. Mm-hmm. I think it's much easier to not do this world by yourself. Oh, yeah. You Absolutely. Know, it's, um, it's nice because even with good times, it's normal. If you're having a good time and you don't feel right, you're like, what is it? It's all about we're worried about, you know, losing something I have or gaining something that I wanted that I can't believe I'm getting and then losing. The, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. It's all crazy. And it, that's why I think that, like, watching the news and so I don't watch the news Um because I, I scream at the TV when I watch it a lot of times. And if there's so much fear there, I just don't need any more fear. I make enough fear up in my head that I don't need to watch where the news fear is. I'd like, I don't want to know. I, I just, because unless, I mean, obviously, if there's something really bad, I'll hear about it. But, mm-hmm. you know, nine out of ten times, I don't need to hear about it because it just, it just promotes fear. And it just promotes me getting out of my head and not being in the now. It put, promotes me going to the future. You know, it's all about the future. It's all about the future. It's not about right now. Well, like you said, you got to be with, you can't, you can't do it alone. Cause I, and I, I, I love what I heard a couple weeks ago some guys say. I wish it was. I wish I could take credit for it. Hopefully, like enough time ago, I'll be able to take credit for it someday. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Like he said, there's constantly a Cuban radio going on in between my ears, and uh, when I get to the point of starting to understand it, that's when I know that I need to get around some other people because <laughs> it's crazy, and uh, and that's what other people do for us, right? Because I could sit there in my desk." by myself and come up with the greatest ideas in the world. But luckily I have, you know, in my work, I have a business partner that could tell me why it's not such a great idea or why it is such a great idea, you know, but just left my own devices. I'll think all my ideas are great ideas. And, you know, that's crazy because I am crazy. We're crazy. Mm -hmm. We're crazy, but we're good. We're sober today, and uh, it's a life beyond. I mean, it is still life beyond my wildest dreams because I'm sitting there thinking I screwed everything up. I was hungover or drunk or all that stuff that made my life so crazy, insane. Like packing up my house would not be packing up my house. I would have not packed up this house for this move. We well, wouldn't have been in this house, so wouldn't I wouldn't have been matter. in this. I know we wouldn't. I wouldn't have been in this house, no. and I would definitely not be going to the house I'm going to. So, and I wouldn't play golf. I wouldn't do any of those things. I would have talked about it on the bar stool with somebody else and how we had these grand ideas and we never would have gone anywhere but the same old place that I was going week after week, 
day after day talking about the same old bullshit and nothing would have changed. Yep. Yep. I spent a lot of time doing that. And that's the beauty of being a spiritual pilgrim because you get the opportunity. Spiritual pilgrim. You get the opportunity to try to change something every day. I think that's a cute thing. All I can think about is a pilgrim with, instead of having the black hats, they'd have, they have um, halos on top of them. Halos. Little halo, because that's a spiritual pilgrim. Is instead of having, it's like a, it's kind of gotcha. like a, not a fairy, not an angel, like an angel, but like a pilgrim, but has anyway, mm-hmm. anyway. T- though I digress as always, mm-hmm. and say, oh my gosh, I'm a crazy girl, but I'm a crazy sober girl. Well, at least you're out doing something all the time. I mean, you talk about busy living sober, and uh, <laughs> you know, you keep busy. And and my my point is. What you were just talking about was that, you know, in my own life, there was a point in my life where, you know, the only thing I ever did was nothing. And I, like, I wanted to do something. I talked about doing something, but I just never did anything. You know, like you, I just did nothing all the time. And uh, so now I'm really happy to be in a life where I'm never doing nothing. I'm always doing something. And we try lots of new things. We go back to some old things, but we're always doing something, and it's, it's a great life. It's an amazing life. And now guess what we're going to do now? What? We're going to get a good night's sleep because we're moving tomorrow. <laughs> we're going to get a good night's sleep. And if anybody has any questions or wants to reach out, please reach out. I thank everybody, the people that reached out to me last week. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. It was great combos. And uh, life is good. But I did feel, I feel so much better now. Thanks for giving me this time, my friend, my love. I appreciate it. Please reach out, people. Busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y, at busy, B-U-S-Y, livingsober.com. You are not alone. Don't anybody tell you that. You are not alone. Life is about getting better and better, and it's about living in the now rather than living in the past. As I just told you, it makes you crazy. You can't change it. Let me tell you, none of us have a time machine. So thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. Thanks for coming on. Until next week, everybody, keep getting busy living sober. Bye-bye. <laughs>